Uh, hello and welcome once again, friends, Romans and countrymen, to the <laughs> Musicians Lab podcast, Long Distance. This one we're actually doing via Skype. And uh, even though it is long distance, we are still mixing the deadly chemicals of rock and throwing them into the face of young children everywhere. Only the young and feeble. Well, what are we talking about today? Um, That's a good question. What the heck are we talking about today? Well, I think what we're here to talk about today is uh, who actually can sing in rock music? Um, who actually can sing the highest note? Well, you know, to me, it's not actually the highest note that I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, but that that's part of it, but it's... Not only the highest, but it's the thickest and most, uh, well, without uh, any other word to, to, to uh, describe it, ballsy note. What male singer, not female, yeah. male singer, so does, it, I, I guess maybe it takes balls to sing that kind of a note. Um, or, or maybe it doesn't, maybe it needs some. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Can sing high but strong. Yes. Without further ado, let's start talking some... Uh, now, of course, Terry and I being being rock and rollers at heart, that's where, where it started for us. But we looked at you know some other things online as well. Um, and again, we're just speaking about uh, male singers. So the vocal throwdown starts. Um, Terry's more of an aficionado of metal than I am, although I'm also a lover of some metal. Um, for me, the, the note that got me, that hit me at first with the song that I was teaching was one of these nights um it's it's not the the main voice though so this is actually the harmony bass player one of these nights you know i want to say that's uh randy meisner ah you looked it up randy meisner you're right randy meisner and what's the second guy is it timothy something timothy b schmidt yeah timothy schmidt there you go the the funny thing is that both of those guys can sing the note and the note is a b which is why his middle initial is is actually b B, because that's his highest note yeah um but uh so it's weird that they found two bass players that can sing incredibly high um, harmony, as well. You as know, name. I think it must be some kind of Eagles uh, cult thing. Like they take them to a secret place and cut their testicles. <laughs> right, exactly. Get you know, them something to like that. that. Exactly. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. because of their competition in the seventies with Steely Dan mm. um, that they needed to have a secret, a secret weapon. So that's that's that was their that the, was their thing. The weapon was that. Yeah. That bass players. Where are they? Um, so yeah, Timothy B. Schmidt. That was that was a big one. Or what was the Randy Meisner and Timothy B. Schmidt, two bass players, Eagles, hit me. Wow, that's really high. So it got me thinking, who else sings crazy high? Uh, well, there, there's a lot of people. I, you know, actually, just just uh, as a as a brief aside here, I was mm-hmm. thinking that uh, as I was driving home last night from the Halloween festivities, mm, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, that uh, uh, I heard the. Uh, the, the band Aha on the radio. Mm. And he hits a pretty good one in there. Oh, 
and Take On Me, their only, I think that was their only hit, right? Take On Me. I don't know. Yeah, I would assume, yeah. It's the only one he I hits, know. He hit some good, uh, he hit some good falsetto there, and I was thinking, hey, you know, there's there's a high note from... I wonder what that is. We'll find out. Confucius might know. He, I, he certainly would. He knows all. So the other one was that, I mean, there's a bunch of them, but I, and in no particular order, let's uh, let's talk. How about... Uh, how about Rush? There was there was two songs from Rush that we we're thinking. Anthem. There was a G in yeah. there. And I don't know what the ranges are. I have some of the stuff written down, but we don't have the numbers next to it, so it just says G. Um, what G? I haven't the slightest <laughs> idea. It's, well, it, once again, I, I'll reference the guitar for you, uh, if anybody knows anything about the guitar out there, which I imagine some of them might, because this is a guitar-oriented podcast. Yeah, sort of. Um, I like to think that uh, guitar players and really hot women listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's what I like to think. Um, so, you know, for what yeah. it's worth, the uh, most of the... Whatever the makes you of, happy. <laughs> exactly. Well, that does make me happy. Okay. Uh, for most of the, the range of this, uh, we're talking about you know these notes like uh, E, F, G, A, B, all these sorts of things um, uh, above the twelfth twelfth fret on the guitar. Yeah. Uh, we interrupt this broadcast to bring you some valuable information from the Swami. Oh well, vocal range can be measured by a thing called the scientific pitch notation, which is one of several methods that name the notes of the standard Western chromatic scale with a letter name, identifying the pitches octave. For example, middle C on piano is considered C4 because it is in the fourth octave. Yeah. Pardon me, sir. Can I have beef jerky and a super slurpee, please? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But of course, that'll be seventy-five thousand rupees. Well, this, you know, this is all very technical. Um, I would let's let's get back to talking about people singing high, because <laughs> that's what I like. So, in terms of guitar, Rush anthem, we're talking the fifteenth fret G on the guitar. So, I believe that would be is that G six. Getty is definitely a, a, he's known for his high singing. Many people don't enjoy his voice. I, however... Uh, I, I like it. I never had an issue, but I like people it. seem not to. Yeah, a lot of people, like a lot of my students that are younger and they don't know Rush, they ask me who the, the girl is singing. Right. You know, it's funny, and he was not the highest by, by far. Oh, no. Oh, no. We, there was, there was a have, lot higher than him. We have some serious high coming. <laughs> coming your way. Coming your way soon. Um, podcast where I hear. One that we that we had thought of uh, that um, we didn't uh, we didn't write down um, as a as a definite note was Cygnus X One because he's sort of just screaming there. And 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 it's it's pitchy and he gets to the note and sort of sort of slides down. Yeah. It, yeah. it, which was a B flat, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, he does. There's a lot. Well, you know, one thing maybe we'll mention this too is that uh, uh, a lot of people, let's say particularly in the um, rock and metal genres here, which we're uh, talking about, it seemed to me at least that they would either sort of slide into the note like a, a large glissando. Uh, mm, that's a big one. You know, Jim AKA Gil- Jim Gillette. <laughs>
Jim Gillette or Jeff Tate, you know, those kind of like Queen of the Reich moments, you know, where, um, yeah, you know, which I think it adds a dramatic, uh, approach to it. I mean, surely anybody that's sort of the beginning of, of Queen of the Reich is, you know, oh, yeah, um, wanted to try to emulate that somehow, or at least, you know, air sing it, right? With, with, you know, yeah. fists in the air, signs of people of a certain age, yes. Right, uh, 40s, <laughs> 30s and 40s. 30s and 40s. Um, but uh, but you know, you know, then, then there there were other singers that we that we found that we'll talk, talk you know talk to you guys about that that actually sort of uh, used it in a a, a scalar kind of which way. Is, which to me a little bit more impressive. I have was to pretty say. impressive. Yeah, that was pretty impressive stuff. Because it's not just like you know getting to the notes somehow, screaming it, scratching it out there, just kind of just. You know, squeezing out. It's it's clearly doing it. It's you know, magic flute. Let's hit that note and sing around a scale. And sure, it's uh, it's impressive stuff. And also, you know, the difference between head voice and uh, and chest voice or falsetto, as they say. You know, some of the singers have an incredibly high chest voice. You know, or, or what seems to be a chest voice. You know, the the difference between. I think a great example of that is Steve Perry. Where yep. man, even when he gets up high, the quality of of his voice doesn't really change. There's a lot of the metal singers, not only metal, but a, a lot of the singers that we heard. To me, the quality of their voice was utterly different, or just weak sounding, really weak sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world record guy, man. That was like that's not even singing. That's just squeezing air out of a balloon. <laughs> Um, that has no no bearing on singing. I wonder what his actual singing voice sounds like because that was painful. Yeah, um, yeah, and silly. It's just stupid sounding, you know. Yeah. Um, to me, but uh, you know, Steve Perry, he's actually singing. It sounds, and that's that's a. I I don't know if that's head voice or 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 what, but it's thick and beefy, yeah, and there's no difference to me. What was the song? This is uh, something to hide. Was the song? Okay. And uh, he does like a little wonderful vocal. At the end of the song, right? At the end of the song, you know, yeah. a little vocal improv. So yes, a journey. Something he, to hide gets up to an A. It does, yeah. That's uh, that's a pretty high moment. I'm thinking, you know, just as you mentioned that, I'm thinking of so uh, thick too. Uh, Lay It Down was another one on that same, no, it wasn't on the same album, that was on, uh, it was on another album, but that was, he hits a, uh, I believe he hits a high G on that one. You are listening to a Musician's Lab podcast. For more information, Go to www.themusiciansLab.com